0: All right, well, I guess given everything the Jays have gone through the past couple of years, it wasn't going to be easy. 8-3, to three, the Yankees beating the Blue Jays tonight. Aaron Judge getting his 61st home run. Um, I think Arden Zwelling put it perfectly on the uh, broadcast. You look at this Jays bullpen, and you think about the guys in the bullpen who've, who've kind of been there all year, Adam Simber very reliable the workhorse out of the bullpen tim maza coming off tommy john surgery tim maza gives up the home run to aaron judge that everybody's going to be talking about everybody's going to be watching and then adam simber with another unfortunately egregious brain fart we've seen from the blue jays uh in this series kevin when the lights are brightest as a result the uh, Jays magic number is still one. They do not clinch tonight. Tomorrow is an off day. If the Orioles lose tomorrow in Fen- at Fenway Park, the Jays will secure uh, a playoff berth. Now this isn't obviously not the way Kevin, the Jays wanted to do it. Perfect world. Uh, Orioles lose, which they did tonight. Jays win. Everybody's spraying champagne. We're all happy, and we start looking ahead to home field advantage for the postseason. So a lot to digest out of this game. We want to do it with you. The numbers are 416 870 star 590, 590-590 is the text line. All right, Kevin, let's talk about Aaron Judge. Uh, eight pitch at bat with Tim Meza, 117 miles per hour into – the left field seats dropped by a fan caught by Matt Bushman on the rebound. <laughs> Talk to me about that at bat. Tim Meza versus Aaron Judge. Sinker, 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 sinker.
1: Yeah, the, well, the, the whole sinker. the whole series was they're trying to get him to hit the ball the other way. If they're going to give up a home run, it's going to be him letting the ball travel and him doing it to right center field. Tim Mays is no different. He's trying to do the exact same thing. I just questioned throwing eight in a row. He he threw three to Hicks, too. So, actually, he threw 11 sinkers. Throwing in 11 a in a row. Correct. That's a, that's yes. a, That's a lot. Now, he threw eight in a row to to judge in that at bat. And you could tell the more he saw, the more timing he got. You know, he's trying to catch at the velocity. You could I tell. He cried for a slider, didn't he? He's fighting for something. That, uh, right. Look, I, probably not the eighth one. Maybe you, maybe you flip <laughs> yeah. him. You, maybe you flip him one early in the count just to get him off your sinker. You, you want to get him out with your sinker. I mean that's his best pitch. He's attacking with that. He feels confident in. It. He's got good velocity on it. He can locate it. He seems like he's not going to cement that and throw it down the middle. But I just question, see, given a guy of Judge's caliber, what he's trying to do. Eight looks at the exact same pitch. Sooner or later you're going to throw one down the middle. And a good hitter like him, because you timed it up, he's probably not going to miss that. But Again, I guess you can go in there and somebody sticks a microphone in, in Tim Mace's face and Tim Mace can say he beat me with my best pitch. I guess you can't argue that.
0: No, and um, let's say this about Aaron Judge, the Aaron Judge we saw in this three-game series. I I, I can't say how impressed I was, Kevin, with the the resolute approach he had. How he didn't, for the most part, expand his strike zone with history. I mean, he knows he's got the he's got a Maris sitting in the front row for God's sake. Mm-hmm. I mean, he knows that everybody, literally everybody, is watching him. He's got special. They're, they're using special, but all of this stuff. And I just I love the fact that I think, with the exception, maybe of— you pointed out that at bat against Jose Barrios yesterday. I thought he chased that a little bit in that at bat. By and large, he was more than, a, more than happy to take the walk. I, I just, I enjoyed watching, considering he hit one home run this series, I enjoyed watching Aaron Judge go about his work at the plate this series i yeah, really he, did
1: well you can tell why it's a total package you know he, he's got an idea of what he can hit and what he can't hit and then probably the most important part of that's what he can't hit and he's not going to go up and chase most of the time we have no idea what kind of pressure he's under i mean trying to go up and hit a home run is hard enough to do in batting practice now you're trying to do it in a game when everybody's watching you know every other channel when he comes to the to the plate mm-hmm. is is going away from whatever's happening on that channel and and watching his at bats and you mentioned the balls and just everybody standing up at the at the field taking pictures snapping photos it's it couldn't have been the easiest at bat but again it's you know I I like the way the Jays attacked him the, the, again they were trying to get him to hit the ball the other way and. For me, I guess that's the best approach. You know, he is an inside-out guy. He's a giant human. He has a tremendous plate coverage. He has a tremendous eye. He understands what he can't do, uh, you know. And when you make a mistake, because he is mechanically sound as he is, normally he doesn't miss that, and he didn't. I, it's it's just I, I wonder if Tim Mays is on his, on, uh, in his car on his way home going, man, maybe I should have flipped him a slider just to show it to any, him.
2: Any, Give him any... a different
1: look.
0: I mean, we're, we'll go to the phone lines and, um, well, you know, let's go to Joan Halifax right now because Joe in Halifax, uh, I mean, I'm looking at the text line, one, two, three, four text about the same topic. I'm sure we're going to get more as the show goes on. Again, five ninety five ninety is a text line, four one six eight seven zero zero five ninety 590 star 590, one 590 Joe in Halifax, you want to ask the question that, as I said, about everybody in the text line wants to ask. So I'm going to just introduce you, and you ask the question.
3: Okay. Um, okay. Go ahead. Hi, uh, Jeff. Um, I, I want to slip something in first. Uh, I don't listen to sports shows generally, but uh, I caught on to, to, to you and Kevin uh, quite some time ago, and I'm going to tell you, I consider you guys a Laurel and Hardy of sports shows. You guys are really <laughs> good together.
0: Thank you. I, I, I guess Laurel and Hardy. Well, they did have a long run. Not a comedy did. act, I hope. Yes. Oh, I appreciate I
3: don't you. know. You guys uh, you, you guys are a little edgy there, and it, it keeps it entertaining. Anyway, uh, there's so much to talk about. I just I, I got so upset when, when John Schneider uh, pulled out Trevor Richards, and I thought, what the hell is he doing that for? He was doing so well. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. So I wanted to know what you guys thought of that.
0: I'm going to pass. And thanks for the kind words, Joe. I appreciate it. Kevin, yeah, I'll pass absolutely. that over to you.
1: Yeah, two two and a third's a, a long time for Trevor Richards. You know, you don't want to go to the well too many times again. It's all about matchups and how many times he's facing certain guys in the order. You don't want him to face them multiple times. He gave him exactly what they he needed to give him, and then you're yeah. you're passing the baton. It just so happens that Mitch White wasn't any good. That that's the X factor, right? <laughs> oh, if, there if you he go. We well, if he gives yeah. you if he gives you another inning, say he goes four and a third instead of three and a third, all of a sudden sudden now you're not using one of these guys and maybe the outcome's a little bit different it's just one little inning where you're not having to use Richards as many times maybe you can bring in a higher leverage guy because it's later in the game Mm -hmm. for me it's all about the starting guy and Any issue, lefty, righty, Kevin? No, nah, not really. You know, you're turning Hicks around to the right side. I mean, he had a good night, right? He was, he was, he had Truth, that little soft runner center field on an O2 pitch. You, you'd like to bury that pitch. I mean, it's a decent pitch. It wasn't a great pitch. That's that's the thing. This time of the year, you're not really tricking anybody. Everybody knows what you got with two strikes. They're battling. They're trying to stay in the big part of the field. You're trying to stay through it. That's sort of been you know a little bugaboo a lot of the times this this part of the season. I don't mind what he did, right? It's it's just the only real thing that I have a a little bit of a question with is why eight sinkers in a row? Yeah, I'm with that's the I'm
0: with you in that. I don't have any doubt about Tim Mesa coming in. I'm I'm completely I'm completely with you uh, on that. Look, this is uh, boy, these have been two of the sloppiest games. Let's be clear, this has been two of the sloppiest, brain fartiest games this team has played in a long time, and this is a bad time to do it. John Schneider called out uh, Vladdy Jr. And I'm going to uh, direct people, by the way, to Shai Davidi's article on Sportsnet.ca. He had a long talk with Vladdy about it. It's, uh, it, it's, it, read it. it it's, it's intriguing. Um, it says a lot about John. Frankly, it says a lot about John Schneider and Vladdy both. But, Kevin, anyhow, he called out Vladdy tonight. Uh, just, you know, Garrett Cole's pitching a perfect game. Uh, you get that, that spark from Jano again, and you get the three runs. But, man, they – I'm never going to say anybody – I don't think it's a matter of them looking scared, Kevin, but, man, I just got the impression that – I got the impression the sphincters got a little tight out there. I really did. I really got that impression. Like, this is a bad time to not cover home plate. I love Adam Simber. This is a bad time to not cover home plate.
1: Yeah, look, it's it's getting your body lined up. It's finishing towards your target. He didn't do that. He got in a little hurry. You know, it's it's a lot goes on in a little short period of time when you're getting the ball. What we used to say in batting practice or in spring training, get the pitcher involved. Because <laughs> a lot of the times they're not used to <laughs> yes. getting the ball. You know, it's amazing how they can dot up uh, on both sides of the plate, and then when you get a ground ball, they don't know where to throw it or how to throw it to certain guys. It's a brain fart. You're exactly right. This things needs to be cleaned up. If they want to make a decent run, the playoffs and have a chance of beating the behemoths you got to play almost perfect Mm -hmm. baseball and we saw jbj in the outfield overrun a a ground ball i mean you just can't do things like that it it puts a little bit more pressure on the guy standing on the mound you got to clean that up that's an individual thing that's for me it's got nothing to do with the manager you got to look inside yourself say slow it down catch the ball first throw it to the right base if you do that because a lot of the times you have more talent than the other team you'll win most of those games uh, Tony and Maple, you want to talk about Aaron Judge?
0: Yeah, I do. Uh, good evening, gentlemen. Um, adding to your points where the, the Jays seem to be non-composed, can't handle the pressure, Aaron Judge seems the total opposite. So poised, composed. Imagine the intense pressure this guy has to tie, well, at least that, but to beat the Marist record. He didn't swing or chase bad pitches all series long. Composure seems very humble. Good guy. He's a free agent. How good would he look in a Blue Jay uniform? I mean, yeah. Thanks for the call. Uh, I, you know, he, yeah, he'd look good. There's, there's. How many teams are there in ba- Major League Baseball? Thirty. Uh-huh. There's about forty-eight teams that would love to have Aaron Judge. The, the Leafs would take Aaron Judge in their in their no, uniform. No uh, look, Aaron Judge is a free agent. It's that's going to be the story of the offseason man. I we've all got our we've all picked our teams. Mr. Barker's on Team Cub. I think Aaron Judge is going to be with the Giants. I bet most people think he'll end up re-signing with the Yankees. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know, man. Aaron Judge, if he finishes with sixty-three home runs or sixty, whatever he finishes with, you're the New York Yankees. You're in a market now with the New York Mets. The Mets are serious. I don't know how you don't sign the guy. I don't know how you how you don't blank. How you don't blank check him. Having said that, as I said, my gut is he's going to end up going home to California and going to the Giants. The Giants need, the Giants need the Giants need Aaron Judge more than the Yankees need Aaron Judge or maybe even more than the Cubs need Aaron Judge. I just wonder it, the why, Giants got
1: nothing. I just wonder why you're here in the front office for the Yankees saying they're going to make a competitive offer. To Aaron Judge, <laughs> I I, what, what's a competitive offer made? It, it just doesn't sound like they want to back up the truck to get him. I just, yeah. I, it just doesn't seem like both sides are on the same page. But I, he, I will say this: he would look great in a Cubs uniform. That's just me.
0: <sighs> Man, I'd like to see him in the Giants uniform, except then he'd be in cold the West weather Coast. there
1: all all year round. Oh, hit I mean, I know mean, Chicago. I mean, wha- I well, yeah, like the first month and a half of the season. Yeah, I, who I, wants? Wha- stop it. It it makes up for it because it's a short ballpark. All you gotta do is tappy, Jeff. Just tappy.
0: Four one six, eight seven, zero, zero five ninety, star 591-888-666-0590. The champagne is on ice. The Jays lost eight to three to the New York Yankees. Aaron Judge, sixty-one homers, ties Maris. In some people's mind, he has tied the legitimate home run record. We'll talk about that tomorrow in Blair and Barker, but in some people's mind, he's tied the quote unquote legitimate non steroid home run record record we will take a break and come back get you caught up some good news in the out-of-town scoreboard believe it or not actually an awful lot of good news in the out-of-town scoreboard it's blue jays talk on sportsnet 590 the fan all right and now the bet 365 standings update just download the app and see for yourself why bet 365 is the world's favorite sports book 19 plus play responsibly ontario only The out-of-town scoreboard was a lot friendlier to the Blue Jays than the in-park scoreboard, to say the least, tonight. The Cleveland Guardians walked off Tampa Bay 2-1. The Boston Red Sox beat the Baltimore Orioles 3-1. Currently, on the West Coast, Seattle is leading Texas 3-1. So... As we take a look at the AL wildcard standings, we don't even have to worry about the East anymore. The Jays are 87 and 69, two and a half up. Tampa Bay, eighty-five and seventy. They're a game and a half behind the Jays. Seattle is eighty-three and seventy. They're playing right now. The Baltimore Orioles, five back, six back of the Jays in the loss column. And um, The Jays, of course, will open a three-game series against the Boston Red Sox on Friday. Presenting the Blue Jays with an interesting challenge. Um, Tomorrow's an off day. 135 is the first pitch at Fenway Park between the Orioles and the Red Sox. Theoretically, the Jays will clinch their playoff berth uh, tomorrow afternoon without playing a game. I presume something's in the works, whether it's a team gathering with players being made available to the media afterwards or whatever it is. But uh, the sad fact of it is that that sort of spontaneous on field scene that, you know, we got in 2015 and 2016, that's not going to happen. Or at least if it, happens it would be some sort of celebration after friday if they win i mean you get my point there's, there's going to be very little spontaneity to it um and it, you know if that's the case uh, i'm sure blue jays fans would look at it and go well okay now go and win home field advantage boys win that wild card series and then we'll have our celebration uh, kevin how much of a i'm not going to say how much of a it's not a body blow because you're going to get in the playoffs you're going to get in the playoffs it would have been nice though to have that that
1: celebration here right Yeah, absolutely, but uh, they just need to play better. I mean, you can tell the difference when the starting pitcher, the guy on the mound is not looking real good, right? Uh, Mitch White, for whatever reason – Command of the fastball, the breaking ball is non existent. I mean, the slider's decent. Uh, he, for me, needs to be a sinker slider, occasional changeup guy. Stop throwing yeah. the four seamer and the and the curveball. It's not working. You know, sometimes, Jeff, you can have too many pitches. And yeah. he, for me, just is one of those guys that, uh, who is he? What is he? You know, this time of the year, why is he throwing? Like, I, you know, it's that that's sort of where they're at when, whenever somebody that like that is who is searching and, and trying to find out who he is and you have to throw him this time of the year. It sort of looks like it looks. But they had their chances, right? They had Kirky coming up yeah. first and second with two outs. They had Vladdy coming up with first and second, nobody out. And obviously, you know, it's sort of the same old kind of thing, him hitting a yeah, ground ball and man. being late, not getting a barrel out in front and having the good rotation that he can have some of the time and not all the time. So they had their chances. But, again, this is – we said this on our show a lot of the times. When you don't play good against good teams, even if you're at home, you get beat. Yeah, and Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole carved him up through uh through six innings. Jeff, it's 99 dotted glove side with a tunneling late breaking slider for five innings. And then all of a sudden, guess what? The the slider wanted to go somewhere else, like back to America, because it wasn't real good about the sixth inning. So that's when, you know, that's when Danny Jansen started trying to go back. Like, say, give Danny Jansen two. That's his 14th big one, right? That's a yeah. career high. He's just he... got a cha- he got a chance now, Jeff, that when you make a mistake, he's got a chance of making you pay for it because he's widened out. He's stopped trying to go the other way. He wants to get the foot down, get the barrel out in front of the plate, and pull the baseball, and I think he kind of like that. Yeah. Forget about hitting for high average. Start trying to drive the baseball.
0: All you need to know about this game is September 28th. Mitch White and Yusay Kikuchi pitched in it. Bam! And you can probably figure out that that means that the Jays lost, which they did, eight to three. Aaron Judge, the man of the hour, indeed the man of the season, and uh, this was Aaron Judge in conversation with Meredith Markovitz from the Yes Network immediately following
2: the game. Aaron, you made history with one swing of the bat, blasting your 61st home run of the season, tying the American League single-season record set by Roger Maris in 1961. Can you take me through that historic seventh inning at-bat?
4: You know, we'll start off with Hicks in front of me. You know, I'm working a great at-bat, getting on base, and... Um, you know, the inning before the Blue Jays put three runs to tie the game. You know, so I was just trying to go up there and you know try to start a rally, get something going. You know, and you know, luckily I was able to battle off a couple tough pitches and finally got one. You know, not over the heart of the plate, and was able to put a good swing on it.
2: What's going through your mind as you're rounding the bases there, and you know that you tied the record?
4: Well, I was hoping it got over the fence. I didn't know at first. You know, I didn't want to, you know, be standing at home plate when it hits the wall. And um, but that's you know, it's, it's, it's an incredible honor and. You know, there was, there was a lot of emotions. You know, it took me a little longer than I wanted to, but, uh, you know, getting a chance to add two runs to the board, you know, how about Gary get, a, get another win? Um, you know, it's, this is something pretty special.
2: Hey, you mentioned the weight. You typically dig in in the batter's box, but right before you hit that pitch, you stepped out and kind of collected yourself. What made you step out in that situation?
4: Oh, well, I felt a pitch off, and I actually liked the way the swing felt, so I was kind of like, hey, like, Tried to, I tried to soak in the moment about what that swing felt like, what the what the moment felt like, so that I could try to go out there and repeat it again, and it, it worked out.
2: You've been a team-first guy all the way. You're beloved in that clubhouse because of it. What did it mean to you to have your teammates come out of the dugout and congratulate you on your moment?
4: Uh, I was I was pretty cool. I wasn't expecting it. You know, you never know what's going to happen, what what the guys are going to do. But you know, seeing the love from my teammates, you know, who I you know show up to work every single day to, you know, I do what I do for them, you know, and. You know being able to share that moment with them and you know do it up here in a win it's uh it's tough to describe right now
2: you acknowledged your mom patty she's been with you the entire way just what is her support and your family's support meant to you this season
4: oh it's been incredible you know i'm nothing without my family um it's you know they mean the world to me you know they're the reason why i'm here the reason why i'm the person that i am and um, you know, getting to share this, you know, moment with my mom and also trying to give a, a little nod to, you know, Roger Merritt Jr. It was, uh, means a lot that he, he shows up here too and um, looking forward to taking it back home.
2: As you've chased 61, you've appeared so calm, collected in the batter's box. Were you as calm as you looked?
4: Yeah, you know, we're, I'm, I'm playing a kid's game. I, I love this. I love these moments, and especially a moment like that where it's a 3-3 game, you got a chance to, you know, get, get a guy in scoring position or drive a guy in. You know, that's, those are the moments you live for. So I was just trying to soak it in and just go out there and do my job.
0: Uh New York, New York. How do you let that guy go, Barker? How do you let
1: that guy go? You can't. Uh, I guess you just somebody can't. I guess somebody else writes a bigger check. I guess that's <laughs> that's the only way I mean that's a, that's an elite conversation. It's a, it's a it's takes you sorta of inside of, of whenever he took a swing and felt how good it was. You know, just everything was connected, and he liked it. And he took a little step out, and he sort of thought to himself, "How do I duplicate that?" And the next swing he took was the was the big one. And by the way, uh, if the guy in the outfield with the Bichette uh, jersey on would have just turned his glove over and backhanded that ball, guess what, Jeff? He's got that ball in his back pocket. He's catching it because you know what it did. He had a little back, he had a little side spin to it because he's a little out and fr- uh, out and around it. If he just I'm turns sure. his glove, if he just turns his glove over the other way, he's not throwing his glove at somebody. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure that's making the dude feel a lot better, Kevin. I'm sure just he your I'm glove sure, over. Sure, he. I'm sure he
0: appreciates it. And uh, again, congratulations, Darren Judge. You know it, As I said, it was it was fun watching him this series, uh, just the approach. And uh, I don't know if you picked up the same thing I did. I didn't want to be standing at home plate. Yeah, it's a little jab. You think watching the ball? I don't know if that. No, I don't think I was a judge uh, a jab at Vladdy. I don't think, but it's a reminder: you hit the ball, run your ass off. Yeah, I just thought that was. I
1: I thought that was that was kind of interesting. Judge is a cool dude, man. Yeah, he, he he oozes cool.
0: Man. he he certainly does yeah. uh get a uh, Ali in Toronto you've been really patient I want to bring you on thanks for your patience
3: yeah no no worries man and uh, thank you for for having me on we were at the game today my name is Ali Manic I went with my two brother-in-laws uh, I want to say I want to talk about the fans of the game today there was a mm. ton of Yankee fans at the game today and I wanted to talk about the class that the Toronto fans showed I've gone to a Yankee a Yankee game, and, and and it's different. It's a different atmosphere when you're a Jays fan at, at Yankee Stadium. Um, but the class of the Jays fans showed to everyone was, was was amazing. I was really happy to see that after the home run. I saw a lot of high fives from people wearing Jays shirts. And that's great, and that's awesome. But I want to talk about the Vladi at-bat with runners at first. Because yes, that at-bat, now, you guys might remember me. I'm, I, I know what it takes to win. I'm a champion. I won JMS Champions Softball League two years ago. So I know what it, what it means to have the fans at your back, and at that at bat, man, everybody was sitting down. I was so disappointed. I was I was yelling and shouting, trying to get people up, and everybody was sitting down, and they were so deflated. We were only down two runs. We we're about to go into the playoffs, and you remember the three error inning. The, the the home field advantage. The reason that we have home field advantage is because we will have the opportunity to get the crowd into the game, and then be able to. To, to execute and, and or, or intimidate the, the other team and cause those errors. That Those three errors against Texas was because of the fans. And mm-hmm. to me, the fans, while we were awesome when we had those three runs, we were so deflated after that home run, and nobody was standing up for the Vladdy at-bat. And I really think that if uh, the fans were more into it, something could have happened, an error could have taken place, and the inning continues, and, and there we go. We're back in this game. Um, so, so I'm putting this one on the, on the fans. We're almost Everyone who's listening, please, we're almost at the playoffs now. We've got to start using these games as training for the playoffs. Everybody's got to be up. Everyone's got to be ready. Everyone's got to be engaged the entire time. You've got kids at the game. They, you can hold them. You don't have to worry. They're going to be able to see, pick them up, put them on the chair, whatever we've got to do to get our boys going, and as a champion, as I said, I've won. I know what it takes to win championships. The fans play a massive role in that, and that's, that's, uh, that's what I'd like to leave you guys with.
0: Uh, I appreciate the call. I don't know what JMS is, but I do know this. You make me want to run through a wall right now. Absolutely. Um, listen, I, I, I'm going to say a couple of things, to uh, Allie's point. First of all, think back to that Texas Rangers series. The crowd played a big role in that. Think back that's to it. Johnny Cueto melting down on the mound. Mm-hmm. The crowd played a big role in that. Tonight, now I'm going to give Garrett Cole credit. Garrett Cole took the crowd out of the game, early. he took everybody out of the game, early. hell, he took me out of the game early. I was thinking, of, you know, flipping over and watching the Leafs game. That's how bad it is. I mean, if you, you know, you got to watch an exhibition hockey, man. I mean, that's anyhow. That's how bad it was. So You're Garrett lying. Cole was, yeah, I am lying. Garrett Cole was taking everybody. It took everybody out of the game. But when the Jays got it going, when they got it going, when Jano homered, when Whit Merrifield singled, when Jackie Bradley Jr. worked a walk. Garrett Cole had a hard time hearing his pitch com. Like, he was he was finicking around on the mound. There was a balk involved. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not saying all of it came from the crowd. But, yeah, there was that, you know, that, that sense of of discomfort. It, it was obvious for Garrett Cole. And, and, you know, that's why I'm sure Kevin John Schneider saying, guys, that's why I want home field. You know, that's why I want home field. So, um look it's uh, I, I'm never going to criticize a crowd for the way they are the way they aren't you pay your money you can do what you want mm-hmm. uh, I will say this though it, the the atmosphere in the park when Aaron judge hit the home run I mean, it was really well done it wasn't over the top Kudos to Aaron judge for not hamming it up for coming off the field getting into the dugout as soon as possible I, I mean it was really it was really well handled and most importantly, I know. our Caleb Joseph will talk about this and pointed out. Kudos to Danny Jansen for getting out to the pitcher's mound and getting away from home plate, so he wasn't in the picture when Aaron Judge crossed. Um, there was a lot of awareness there on the part of uh, on the part of on the part of everybody. John Schneider, Kevin was asked about the momentum changes in tonight's game, and I want to play it before we scoot.
3: Can you describe a little bit the momentum change just as that at the start of that inning? You guys, you know, clawed your way back into the game, and then. You get in that spot, and what's what's the momentum shift like at that moment?
4: Well, for us, I thought our bats were were good that inning to get the three spot off Garrett. I thought our crowd was amazing, um, causing a balk there as well. Um, and then you have three trusted relievers coming in with Timmy and and Jimmy, and then Jordy if you have the lead. And um, you know you count on Timmy, and we've been counting on him all year, and. That was probably his best spot to come in in the seventh inning. And, you know, it's a, it's a good at bat by a good player. So, yeah, it's tough. And then there's a couple other plays, you know, in the, in the ninth there with a couple add-on runs. But, um, yeah, it just didn't work out tonight.
0: That was John Schneider, the manager of the Toronto Blue Jays, discussing the 8-2-3 loss to the New York Yankees. Kevin, I'm going to leave you with a couple of things. Bo Bichette, a pair of singles. 54 multi-hit games, trailing only Freddie Freeman for most of the majors. 46 hits this month. The most by a Blue Jay in a single month of September. Congratulations to Bo Bichette. And a nice moment at the end of the game. I don't know if the cameras caught it. Home plate umpire Brian Onora went over to Aaron Judge, shook his hand, and gave him the lineup card from tonight's game. So really well done by Brian Onora. That is big league. And uh, again, congratulations to Aaron Judge. It was a joy watching him do it, I got to say. And uh, as I said, man, if you're the New York Yankees, lock this dude up. You do not. You do not want to let him go. Thanks for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, served up by the always game-ready Jack Link's Meat Snacks. Meet your wild side, baseball fans.